Welcome to the System Hub Podcast. Hola. Konnichiwa. Guten Tag. Where we interview world-class experts. You have to have a lot of passion for what you're doing. I was fanatical in my 20s. If you could find a way to produce a business that works without you, your life would change like that. Extracting, organizing, and optimizing their best systems and processes for rapid business growth. Now, let's get into the show. Welcome back to the Business Systems Summit, and it's very much with great pleasure that I get to introduce our next guest. He's a good friend and business colleague of mine, Mike Rhodes. Uh, he's a very well-accomplished and all-rounded entrepreneur. He runs a digital agency called Web Savvy and also a coaching group called Agency Savvy that teaches other agency owners how to deliver really great services and products through to their clients. He's really well known for his AdWords skills and considered by many as one of the leading experts in AdWords, having co-authored The Ultimate Guide to Google AdWords with Perry Marshall. Now, what I love about Mike is that he's a systems guy from way back when. I mean, well before I got to know him, he was an e-myth business coach and, yeah, systems is just running through his veins. So it's a great honour and pleasure to welcome him to the Business Systems Summit. G'day, Dave. Very nice to be here. Thanks for having me. And I know you're going to do like a couple of sessions, which is good. We'll have a little AdWords audit that you'll go through in a separate session. But this session, we're going to dive into your content creation process. So Mm. if it's all right with you, I'll hand over to you and then I'll just chime in if I've got any questions as we go. All right. So this is just to set the frame on this. This is a relatively new system. I've struggled, as I think many business owners have, with creating content, certainly consistently. But then just the, the mental overload of there's so many pieces to it, there's so many things to do. As soon as I sort of sit down to start recording, say it might be a new course. Like I, the example I'm going to use for this is I created the course around Data Studio, which is a wonderful tool that Google released earlier this year for dashboarding your business numbers. You know, you pull data in from analytics, AdWords, Facebook, wherever, and just have those most important numbers on one dashboard. It's a really cool tool. But to create a course explaining how to use it, I sit down to record that. I'm like, oh, I need slides and it needs to look good. And then I need to hide certain data in the because I'm often using, you know, sharing screens and showing client data inside of AdWords or Analytics. I need to blur all that stuff out. And then when the thing's done, now we've got to share the course or sell the course or add the course to our online system as part of our membership and all of those little pieces. And yes, I'm, I'm a techie, I'm a nerd, but... I also know that I shouldn't be playing with the back end of WordPress. Like if it gets to that point, something's gone horribly wrong and I'm likely to break something and then say, who? No, I wasn't playing with it. No, that was, um, yeah. So it was, a, it was a problem for me to create material consistently. I'm a massive fan of a guy called Dan Sullivan. Who I know you know, but strategiccoach.com for those who don't know him. And it, this was actually one of the reasons I've moved all of my training stuff to agencysavvy.com, which is a 25-year commitment. What could you be committed to for 25 years? Well, I realized I couldn't be committed to AdWords for 25 years because who knows where Google's going to be in five, never mind 25. Mm. But I can be committed to helping business owners grow their businesses yeah. faster than they could do themselves. Hence, Agency Savvy. And part of Dan's thing is to write a book every quarter for the next 25 years and book a quarter for 100 quarters. And I thought, I love training. I love creating stuff that helps people. I haven't said this publicly anywhere else. Most people inside here don't know this. <laughs> World exclusive. I'm going to create a course every quarter for the next 100 quarters. So I better have a bloody good system for creating courses, for creating content. 
So that's wow. what, where this was born from. And the problem that it solves for me, which is a very, very real one of making sure I get my stuff out of my head onto some gorgeous looking slides, preferably, and then shared with members of Agency Savvy. Yeah, so that's perfect. That's the setup for you. So I'll, I'll start walking through the system. Yeah, so it starts please. with a general idea. So, you know, usually it'll be a... Um, in response to some sort of confusion in the market or in somebody in a Facebook group that I'm a member of will say, how do you do X, Y, Z? And then if there's enough people talking about that, or if I'll go and survey members of Agency Savvy and say, would you like a course on Data Studio? Which is what I did about four or five weeks ago. And they all overwhelmingly said, oh my goodness, yes. I haven't been using it because blah, 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 blah. This huge list of reasons. Okay, so there's a need for it. Great. Next step two will be then, Go mountain biking. (laughs) Go let that, you know, just ferment for a little bit and figure out just like the the rough flow of that. Roughly, what would it look like? Step three then, and this is the bit that I enjoy, and this is a lesson from Tony Robbins, which was to transform your own internal vocabulary. So I now call it brainstorming and mind mapping. I love brainstorming and mind mapping, but the thought of, you know, writing a table of contents, Horrible, but brainstorming, awesome. You know, so to jump on the mountain bike and brainstorm for an hour, that's easy. So yeah. set yourself up for success, do something easy. So the next step was then to mind map out that general flow. So I've let it all sort of ruminate around for a while and now just put the big chunks down and add some detail to that. Not a lot, but just to map out the general flow. Then I hand that mind map over to the awesome Caitlin, who doesn't know that she's being talked about until now. And then she creates version one of the slides. So she'll go and play in PowerPoint and build out the slides based on the mind map. So we've now got a a sort of a notation of the way I lay out the slides in the mind map or the way I build the mind map that says this is a section heading or this is a whatever type of slide. So quick, rough draft. I've just dumped everything into mind map, probably 30 minutes. And then Caitlin will go and spend maybe an hour or two to do that first draft of the slides. I might have some input at that point about the general color scheme around the fonts that we're using. So you know, if we're doing a training on a Google product, we use the same fonts that Google use in there. And it's oh, the difference between the slides I used to knock out three months ago, not even two years ago, three months ago. The difference is night and day. It looks amazing. It's on brand. It looks like something that Google have created. Caitlin did the slides for Trevor, who you know, who's part of your summit talking about Facebook he's doing some Facebook training for our agency savvy members as well and the the slides look like they were built by Facebook it's amazing it's just the icons that she goes and creates and these are like I'm like where did you steal those from oh I made them what (laughs) it looks amazing so we get all of that done out and then it comes back to me for version 2 of the brainstorm but now I've got it in keynote and now I can rearrange slides and start to add to it earlier versions of this system had me trying to do that stuff in the mind map. So I'd be mm. trying to notate the mind map saying, add a screenshot of, of this here. And I'd take the screenshot and save it with a special name and put it in a special folder. And it was just way too confusing. So yeah. now it's just a quick mind map, quick first version in PowerPoint, just to get the, the outline basically, but in a format that my brain can cope with it. Cause it, it looks pretty much like you know we're we're 80 percent there it looks like the finished thing is going to look but now i can start to to run through like you would practicing for a talk and rearrange add some slides maybe maybe delete some slides and edit 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 edit. 
at which point then I tend to add the screenshots. And once I know that that piece is definitely in, then I'll request some custom graphics from Caitlin. Yeah. So this has saved a whole heap of time of back and forth or she'd create custom graphics off of version one that then got cut and didn't end up getting used once I'd tightened up the flow. Yeah. So this is, this is obviously for creating a course. If someone is listening to this and thinking this is way more detailed than I need for a blog post, similar sort of thing, like inside a long, good blog post, you're going to have some screenshots and maybe the odd custom graphic or something that's created. The key really was not creating those on the first run through, but once that main flow has been designed. Yeah. Yes. Question around going back one or two steps around the content creation component. So this is probably thinking more in terms of a course. Mm. Is there a particular thought process or something that you have as far as the way content is structured? Yeah, very much so. The way I have done courses in the past has typically been I'll jump on a webinar yeah, with Perry Marshall or someone or with yourself, Dal Belmont, and I'll knock out this big hour or hour and a half to even two-hour piece of content always meaning to go back and re-record that, repurpose it. But of course, you know, everyone's busy. We don't often get around to doing that. But that's not how content is consumed. Nobody sits down and goes, right, I've got two hours to spare. I'll just go through this entire module on conversion tracking. That'll be fun. Hold the phones. People want to consume, I strongly believe, in, in a snack size content. And certainly as marketers, we want to use content in very small pieces, whether that's a YouTube video, a Facebook video, an ad, whatever we might be doing, it's typically going to be a minute, two minutes long. So what I'm doing with all of my content now is thinking about how do I create this in snack size pieces? So every single video, it might be a you know, face to camera thing like this, or it might be a slideshow, yeah. but I'm trying to get everything to be three to 10 minutes. And so if it's a, an entire course, I'm breaking it into smaller pieces and yeah. each of those pieces is not going to be very long. Or if it needs longer, if it needs half an hour, then breaking that up into something between, you know, six or so, you know, three to seven pieces. So yeah. each piece is a nice short snippet, which is part of what we'll get to when we get to the um, recording. But that structure, so it's difficult to do without showing you, but each section is essentially a node on the mind map. Gotcha. So grouping those together, yep. here's a whole section on, on this. And then yep. that breaks down into these three main places. And then that one breaks down into this, this, is this. And they're the slides yep. that Caitlin creates. And then, yeah, like I say, we've got our notation for this is a, a section heading slide. Or this yep. is yep. A, you know, uh, just a piece of text. Or this is the, the overarching model uh, module title slide. Yep. So that's all based on how we set up the mind map. Because I'm very, very visual. I love mind mapping. Mind node works on your phone, your iPad, your Mac. It's a wonderful tool, Mind Note, or one word, really, really cool software. Great for mind mapping stuff out. So then once I've got through my version two, I've now got a, a lesson flow. I now know what the individual lessons are and the individual modules are going to be. If it's something as long as a course, sometimes it's a very, very short course. I'm doing one mm. at the moment for Digital Marketer. It's going to be six modules. Each module is only meant to be about five minutes long. So it's not a, a, a big, huge 10-hour course, which we've done a few of, but it might just be something a bit shorter that adds a ton of value. So this might be something that you would use as a, a lead magnet if you're listening yep. to this thinking, how, how am I going to create all of this? It might be just those six frequently asked questions that you hire Melbourne Video Productions for and go record. Think of it as, as that, with the scripting out of those, the refining of it. Do I need any custom graphics or do I need editing? So, so yeah. This is, yeah, hopefully yeah. can be used in multiple situations. 
So once I've got my lesson map, and then we've kind of split into like a, a parallel work at this point. Mel then takes over and builds out the course inside. We use a, a platform inside of WordPress called Learn Dash, uh, yep. which our good friend Troy Dean got me onto. Learn Dash is where all of our course content gets stored so that people can see it. So at this point, she's now able to go and put in the members area. We've got a new course on Data Studio coming and here are all of the lessons. And we assign dates to all of that which keeps me accountable to create the content on time. So everybody can see what's coming. So you're teasing your audience a little bit, but also letting them know that all this cool stuff is, is coming. Yep. Which is beneficial. So that That's all gets loaded Positive up. constraint there. <laughs> yes. I love the power of a positive constraint, as you know. So all the custom graphics now get created. The approval process for that is usually me looking at it going, you did that? Wow. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's an easy approval process. <laughs> then that all comes back to me. I have a final tidy of all of my slides and then we're ready to go. So now we've got a finished keynote, finished slide deck that's ready to record. I used to do all of that bit, which is insane. Now I look back at it, this process has sped it up so much more. I get to ride for an hour and a half on the mountain bike and think, which is good. I get to brainstorm for half an hour which is good. I like doing that. The version to the rearranging, that's the storytelling. That's the teacher in me getting to you know, do some creativity and make sure the flow is right. What's going to be the best way of teaching this? That's easy. And now I've got a finished slide deck. That is so painful. Now I just hit the record button and record the whole thing, just like I would do an hour and a half webinar. But I know that it's structured in such a way that we've got all the right title slides in all the right places i just need to pause for a little bit when i get to one of those slides and go right it's mike here next module is going to be on blah 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 but i just carry on and i don't need to think about i've got to finish recording this one i've got to save this with a special file name and put this somewhere that's all just taken care of because the next step is then caitlin she's good and she comes back in and chops that big video into the little pieces and names everything based on the convention that we've already set up. So yep, she knows what the pieces are. She's created the first draft of all of that. She knows what the content is, so she knows where to chop it all up. So that was easy. So she does that, chops it all up. Now, we don't get fancy like Melbourne Video Productions do and put bottom thirds on there and intros and outros and after effects and all that fancy stuff. But that would be pretty easy to do if we wanted to, but we generally don't. We just have that nice clean intro slide and then I get on with it. It's as simple then as taking all of those files and dropping them into a new project in Wistia, which Caitlin does. And Mel takes over again. The next step grabs those Wistia links and adds them into all of those placeholders that we had set up in LearnDash. Now this usually yeah. means that I'm then over delivering because when we set it up with all the dates in, we usually say, okay, module one will be on this date, module two a week later, module three a week later. So that everyone's expecting this to you know, come out over the next eight weeks. Usually I can knock them all over in one session for an hour, hour and a half, and all eight modules get recorded. They all get chopped up and they all get loaded up. Sometimes it'll be over two sessions. So the first you know, four modules will go out one week and then a week later, the next ones are done. So it's sped Smooth. the process up so much. And then the last piece really is just adding resources. So when I'm finished my recording, I'll print out a PDF of the slides yeah. That goes to Mel and that gets added in at the bottom of the course in the resources section. I take notes of any links that I share because I'll often share links to other good resources on the way through the course. I'll just keep note of those, hand those to Mel. That 
usually goes in through our, our internal system. We use Podio, as you know. Yeah. Um, so I'll send those links to Mel. She takes all of those, adds those to the resources section, checks that everything's working. And then the last piece is just letting the members know that this new content is available. So she'll send out an email to all members. She'll put a message in Intercom. We have Intercom running, which pops up a message when you log into the members area. And then I'll post in the Facebook group, just letting people know and linking to the content back into the forum. So it's pushing people that are in the Facebook group and like to play there, pushing them back into the forum because there's a yeah. ton of value there that they need to go see. It also means that finally, I'm often like, I want to go share stuff and go, hey, check this out. Which means in the past, I've wanted to you know, give away that raw Wistia link and say, hey, get yeah. into it. Here it is. But then, of course, that can be shared around and anybody can view that. Whereas now I'm able to link back to the members area. We have to Perfect. remember to log in. And if you try and go to that link and you're not a member, obviously, you're going to get prompted to come and join. Come join us. Yeah. Shameless plug. That's pretty much it. So we've got this really clean, fast system that... For me, and I'm going to assume, dear listener, that the, the, this is you too, that you've got stuff that you want to share, but the thought of all the technical pieces and all the little bits that need to be done slow you down because that's mm. the pain I went through for the last 10 years of every time thinking, oh, I'd love to do a course on that. I'd love to teach that thing, but there's this, there's this, there's this, there's this, there's all these moving pieces now I'm only doing the stuff that I should be doing. I'm getting out of their way and I'm doing what Dan Sullivan calls staying on my side of the line. I'm just yeah. doing the stuff that I am good at, which is coming up with the idea, getting the story right and doing the teaching. Anytime, like anytime this is involved, that's when I know I've strayed onto the wrong side of the line. Like I'm doing stuff that requires typing. I shouldn't be doing that. Anything that requires loading things up to Wistia or WordPress or all of that stuff. No, but brainstorming, easy. Does um, the creation of systems like this count as brainstorming for you? Like is that system that you just created there, is that something that you share with the team, the creation of, or you kind of... Yeah, yeah. I mean, the next part of this really would be to, well, you guys are going to do it for us, but to, to now put this system into System Hub to maybe create a lucid chart showing... The, the visual that flow, process, yep. again, that's where I sort of tend to, to get stuck and slow down and I fuss around, you know, they, they hate it, but I'll fuss around, you know, the boxes don't line up at Lucidchart, it doesn't look good. So now I don't get involved with that stuff. So yes, I will brainstorm a process like this. Um, we're doing one at the moment for, for conversion tracking. Conversion tracking and, and AdWords and Facebook is, you know, a messy thing. My job, I think, is just to stay big picture, high level, plot out those big rocks, brainstorm sort of the, the flow, the story really, and then get out of the bloody way and let people smarter than me handle all of the, the details in that. Because I think, I mean, you yeah. mentioned at the top, but yeah, yes, I have been a, a systems guy from way back. You know, that, that, that book, The E-Myth, made my first business successful. And then I went on and became a, an E-Myth coach after that. But as much as I know that systems are vital, for a business and adds massive value to a business, I know that I should not be the one creating the detail of the system or trying to yeah. put it into a system hub or something like that. I, I just need to stay out of the way and, yeah, stay on my side of the line, which is yeah. big picture, brainstorm. And just that, that change in vocabulary really helped me, which is the Tony Robbins thing of calling yeah. it brainstorming or designing 
because they're things that I oh I like that I, I'll lean in when you say brainstorm you know me I, I brainstorm all day <laughs> but when it comes to actually doing the thing and the detail of that that's when I start to go oh hang on I don't think I should be over here I'm just gonna just remove myself from here and everything will work much better yeah yeah it's and, um... and, and the end result is much better that's the biggest thing for me I for years have thought about what if i got someone else to build my keynotes for me but i was very picky about design and i thought oh i'm gonna need to do that and little things like oh well, i need to take the screenshot because i need to to try and teach someone that's doing graphics how to understand what i mean by this to dig into adwords like so, so well if i'm gonna have to do that then there's all these other things that it kind of makes sense for me to do and that's just not the case by splitting it out the way we've got it now Yes, I might be adding some screenshots into Keynote, but that's just because it's much, much faster for me to know the exact image that I want to tell that mm -hmm. part of the story. But all of the custom graphics and the icons and all these things that Caitlin has added to it, where before I would have just had a you know, screen with yeah. four words of text on there. Now it looks gorgeous, so it's, it's more engaging for the viewer. It looks more professional. It's just, yeah. it's just a step up. Awesome. And something, the process that you mentioned there could really be modified to any content creation. If you're about to speak in front of an audience, if you're going to create a oh. course, if you're about to... Yeah, I use it for my talks now. Yep. For bonus content, for a lead magnet. You could have a, certainly a simplified version of this, I think, for just a, for a blog post. Yeah, um, yeah. Or for if you're doing a, a two-minute video, you know, part of this is the, the storyboarding of that. So you don't just jump in front of the camera and go, right, someone hit record, let's go. You've actually mm -hmm. thought about it, but you've the right person for the job has been doing their bit, and and you're not trying to do the video editing after you've recorded it. Someone that's yeah, really good yeah. at that and really enjoys that is doing that part of it. So it's about I think it's, it's about unique ability, another Dan Sullivan yeah. term. But people doing the stuff that they are bloody good at and love doing the stuff that gives you energy, and so that you get to do the stuff that gives you energy, and you don't get stuck by oh i have to as soon as you if, if you hear yourself saying i have to you know you're doing the wrong thing yeah get yeah to, i get to brainstorm i get to man about <laughs> and i can i can tell just even by doing this little session here you get to teach you're a born yeah. teacher so I, I know we covered that uh, process in good detail plus there's going to be the additional uh, system that you're going to very kindly share from the adwords space as well so I'll, in, I'll include that in the same space um okay. in the tail end if people want to find out more about agency savvy where's the best place for them to head yeah agencysavvy.com is probably the, the best place so that's the membership where like, as you said before I, I teach predominantly agency owners people that work in agencies a few people that work inside of businesses and a lot of freelance consultants and so on. Just speaking on the phone this morning to Roland in Texas, who's yep. been a graphic designer for 22 years, has been doing marketing, branding, logos, and wants to transition to a recurring revenue model so he doesn't have to hunt and kill every day. So we're talking about you know, how he could do AdWords, how he could do dashboards, how he could you know, yep. provide services to that same clientele, but move into the 21st century. So, yeah, I love it. The bulk of it is at this point being teaching Google AdWords, analytics, tag manager, that sort of geeky stuff, as well as how to build your agency, how to run an agency more smoothly, um, how to get clients, how to hire, how to create systems, funnily enough, using System Hub. 
Love it. Uh, so that's that's probably the, the best place. We have a done-for-you service as well, as you mentioned before, websavvy.com.au. If you're spending yep. more than 10 grand a month on your marketing and you want help with the digital side and or you want it audited to see if whoever's running it is doing a good job, we do a lot of audits both for businesses and for other agencies. But Agency Savvy is probably the best place to uh, to come find us and get started. Yeah, perfect. Well, thank you very much for your time. You're always extremely generous and kind of lay it all out on the table, which we definitely love. I'll put all the links so people can find out more about you. Plus, we'll have the link to the other session as well. So thanks for uh, jumping on the Business Systems Summit. No problem at all. Thanks for doing the summit, mate. It's needed. Businesses definitely need this information. So good on you. Thank you. You've just been listening to the System Hub Podcast. Remember, we've documented this system for you so you can literally swipe and deploy it within your business. Head to www.systemhub.com forward slash podcast to download it now.